Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 550. And the Blue Oyster Cult with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is, uh, it is going to be, and I will tell you in just one second because I didn't pull the weather up earlier. It's uh, going to be uh, mostly sunny today with a high of 64. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 53. It's 38 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. Oh, yeah. There you uh, go. There, there, there you go. go. There you somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Oh, where am I going to go see my white trash shows now? Where? What about the KKK Thanksgiving special? That was a heartwarming one. What about the one where the woman cut off her own legs? That was a good one, too. I don't know. I think you're yeah. going to have to go find them on either Bravo or the Lifetime channel. It is the end of an era, an extremely trashy, stupid, and embarrassing era. Jerry Springer is dead. He passed uh, yesterday at his home in Chicago after a short battle with pancreatic cancer. He was uh, 79 years old. The Jerry Springer Show was the first word in trash TV from its launch in 1991 until its cancellation in 2018. In 2011, TV Guide named it the worst show in the history of television. You know, uh, there are plenty of people that were uh, that are bad-mouthing Jerry yeah. for such a terrible show. I thought it was a great show. I mean, if you want to feel good about yourself, yeah, you just have to turn on Jerry Springer to realize, hey, you know what, as bad as my day is... There's always some people who got it off much worse. Yeah. And they have an audience that feel the same way that I do. That's true. Every He made everybody feel better. Uh, prior to his TV career, Jerry was on the Cincinnati City Council, but he resigned in 1974 after admitting to soliciting a prostitute. He got caught because he paid her with a personal check. Yeah, that was a mistake. Well, hey, you know. That's really a cash business from what I understand. Live and learn. He was reelected the following year and was even chosen to serve a one-year term as mayor of the city in 1977. During one of his comeback speeches, he said, quote, a lot of you don't know anything about me, but I'll tell you one thing you do know, my credit is good. <laughs> uh, Jerry was pretty unrepentant about his talk show, and he also had a sense of humor about it. In 2008 commencement speech at Northwestern, he said, quote, to the students who invited me, thank you. I'm honored. To the students who object my presence, well, you've got a point. I, too, would have chosen someone else. <laughs> That is a kind of weird, uh, you know, choice yeah. for a, for a commencement speaker. Let's be honest. I've been virtually uh, everything you can't respect: a lawyer, a mayor, a major market news anchor, and a talk show host. Pray for me if I get to heaven. We're all going. No matter how much you uh, instantly went down on his show, Jerry always ended with final thought: uh, take care of yourselves and each other. You know, uh, we interviewed him a couple of times over the years. Yeah. And as much as you want to hate the guy and hate the show... You really can't. You can't, because he knew exactly what he was doing. And I think there's a part of him, while he was successful, was also embarrassed by it, too. I think he was embarrassed by it, too, but he also wasn't that embarrassed when he saw how much money was to be made from exploiting uh, people. And I, you know, I, That's no different than what we do. <laughs> but most of those <clears throat> were made up, weren't they? Those scenarios were... Many of them were. They, they had were? to. They had to. No, I thought these were like legitimate people at the, at the toughest times in their lives. No, because you've heard those stories about how there were people were like hired to be actors, or or they pretended to be involved in a dispute when they really weren't. It's hard to imagine that people would just do anything or say anything just to get on TV. Well, they do. They do it all the time. 
That's why we have those stupid shows like The the Voice and, you know, any number of those uh, contest shows. That makes me think uh, second-guess everything. Uh, Smokey Robinson had a year-long affair with Diana Ross while married to his first wife, Claudette Rogers. He said they were working together at the time and that it was beautiful. They're still close to this day. Oh, I bet. Damn. Smokey well, you Robinson. know what? Smokey's a good-looking dude. Diana Ross is a beautiful woman. Why not? You know, it happens. You know, what are you going to do? You're on the tour buses. You're you're like, going from town to town. That's a tour bus sex. That's like caged heat. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. A uh, Dodgeball sequel is in the works with Vince Vaughn. It'll continue the story from the first movie, but there's no word yet on who will, uh, who else from the cast will return. Will he be throwing wrenches at people? Probably. Is this 20 years old, this movie? At least. <laughs> Why are we doing the sequels? I really don't know. I think but it's a lot of unanswered questions in that uh, in that movie. Uh, here's, a, here's something that you might like. Uh, this is either hilariously brilliant or a huge groaner. I'm trying to figure out which one it is, okay? okay? There's a Christmas movie slasher in the works called It's a Wonderful Knife. <laughs> you know how Happy Death Day was basically a horror take on Groundhog Day? Well, this is a similar takeoff on <laughs> It's a Wonderful Life. A uh, woman- don't, don't you stab me, Mary! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, a woman saves her town. Every time someone gets stabbed, an angel grows its wings. A woman saves her town from a psychotic killer on Christmas Eve, but a year later, her life isn't great, and she wishes she wasn't born. So she finds herself in a parallel universe where she wasn't, and things are way worse. The killer is back, and she has to, quote, team up with the town misfit to identify the killer and get back to her own reality. This is a great storyline. I love it already. Instead of... uh, Instead of Mr. Gower slapping his ear and making it bleed, does he just take a knife and chop it right off? That's exactly what he does. Like a, like a Pablo Picasso-esque uh, type metaphor in the movie? That would actually be a, a Vincent Van Gogh. Vincent Van Gogh? Pablo, Pablo Picasso. I don't know I think of Pablo Picasso. I don't know. I don't think... Uh, oh, you know Pop- why? Because I was thinking uh, Pablo Francisco does a great impression of Van Gogh. That's what I was thinking of Pablo <laughs> Picasso. That was a stretch. One man, yeah. one ear. I would like to see this. It's a Wonderful Life is one of my favorite movies. So I could see that happening. Yeah, I can see that happening. Uh, John Krasinski is working on a movie right now called If. If like, it were to be produced. You mean like uh, David Gates and Bread, If? No, just If. Okay. Uh, it's about a young girl who starts seeing everyone's imaginary friends who've been left behind after their humans grew up. And it's got a voice cast that's ridiculously stacked up. It includes Matt Damon, John Stewart, John Krasinski, and Emily Blunt, Maya Rudolph, Sam Rockwell, Sebastian Maniscalco, Christopher Maloney, Richard Jenkins, Aquafina, Vince Vaughn, Ryan Reynolds, Louis Gossett Jr., Steve Carell, and Bobby Moynihan. Jesus. John says, quote, this cast is insane. I know for a fact I will never get a better cast. That is uh, kind of stacking up the, stacking up the get, cards there. No kidding. With all the uh, same things. That's going to be like a good how one. How they get Bobby Moynihan. There's a guy who's been busy. Or uh, Lewis Gossett Jr. <laughs> how old is he? He's got to be like in his 97-year-old. Is he <laughs> that old? I don't know. Uh, Kim Kardashian, uh, season three, has Kim crying over her. The trailer has her crying over her marriage to Kanye. Really? She's teary-eyed and snotty. Oh, she said something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I got this teary-eyed and snotty was when Ray J gave me the Denver donkey choker and covered me in flu goo in that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn for thirty nine ninety five. I'm going to have to look that up, aren't I? 
Yeah, I can't talk about that right now. <laughs> hey, Caitlin? Well, I never got that done and dirty with her mother, Chris Kim, but I once gave her a little face paste. A little facial discrimination. Yeah, what are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is when I was done, her face looked like a messy crayon. <laughs> I, I call it sprayola. How many colors does that come in, does it? At least 64. But not truly what treasure I'm going to do. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, with Scott's four-step, four easy steps to an awesome lawn. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, remember when I told you yesterday that for the most part, there really is no such thing as an accurately chosen mock draft in the NFL? Well, guess what? That's still true today. Just hours after the conclusion of the opening round. Last night, no surprise, the Carolina Panthers selected Alabama quarterback Bryce Young. But what about all those other guys, like that one the Patriots were supposed to select with the number 14th pick? Well, it's like this. Last night, the Patriots were supposed to grab the number 14 pick, but what did they do with it? They traded it down to Pittsburgh for their first-round pick at number 17. Why? Because in exchange, the Patriots also received the Steelers' pick in the fourth round. That gives the Patriots a total of 12 picks rather than 11, and now gives them one in the uh, one in the second, one in the third, four in the fourth, four in the sixth, and one pick in the seventh round. And who did they pick last night at number 17? Was it Broderick Jones out of Georgia? No. That guy went to uh, the Steelers, who grabbed him when they got the Patriots' number 14 pick. Was it Northwestern offensive lineman Peter Skronsky? No, it was not. He was grabbed by the Titans at number 11. In fact, the Patriots didn't pick any of the guys that I mentioned yesterday because the other guys were gone by then. Instead, they grabbed Christian Gonzalez out of Oregon, who many believe was the best cornerback in the draft. Is he any good? He's a strapping young sophomore with size and speed, considered to be a steal at number 17. The question now is, what are they going to do with all those other picks this weekend? You got the second and third rounds tonight and everything else getting wrapped up tomorrow. But Sunday, you're either going to say, I'm really excited by these freshly drafted prospects, or you're going to say, oh my God, we're screwed. No matter what happens, just remember this. Nobody is expecting the Patriots to win. So if they do, then they will have exceeded everybody's expectations. And if they don't, then it probably won't be much of a surprise to you. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Lots of nice lawns in Westfield, and I bet more than a few of those nice lawns have Alan to thank for it. Alan's the lawn care specialist at the Westfield Rockies. Alan really knows his Scott's four-step. Good people like Alan and rock-solid service at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock, one. rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 611 and Rush with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It is going to be uh, mostly sunny today with a high of 64. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 53. It is 39 right now in downtown Springfield. You know, it's a uh, it's kind of a sad day around here. Actually, really around the country. Um you know, uh, life is short. You know, we uh, yeah. we embrace the things that are alive and don't think about the ramifications as uh, you know, as our as our lives end. Uh, Jerry Springer died yesterday, ages seventy nine. And when I saw that notification, I thought, my God, what a what a what a national treasure he was uh, in his life. Um, Shame to see him go. He wasn't the first one to to start that whole daytime TV thing. 
I believe it was Morton Downey Jr. Oh, love Morton. Yeah. And uh, when I was a kid, he it, it was this TV station out of New Jersey, this Channel 9, uh-huh. that um, they, they had this... Just him. It was just Morton Downey Jr. It was the only station that it was on. Right. And then I think eventually it started getting picked up in syndication. Uh, and then that ended. I don't know why that ended. Did he die? Mm, uh, yeah, Morton did. No, he was actually off the air before he died. Okay. Yeah, he didn't die while uh, doing the show, although that would have made for a great yeah. uh, closer. The actual format is the old Phil Donahue format what, the, of, uh, of the yeah. show. But of then Morton to, Downey? Yeah, well, of Morton Downey yeah. and 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 Jerry yeah. Springer, all those daytime shows where you had a uh, you know a crowd and the crowd asked questions of the guest. I mean, that was that's kind of like a Phil Donahue thing, right? But I remember uh, I remember Morton Downey Jr. But do you remember a guy? You probably are too young for this. A guy named Wally George. No, Wally George was this guy. It was it was like a it was another syndicated TV show. Yeah, he's actually or actually was the father of uh, Rebecca De Mornay. Oh, yeah. And uh, he died like, I don't know, 20, 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. But he had the same kind of show like a Morton Downey Jr. He was really aggressive, combative, yelling, screaming. It was a total nutcase. But you couldn't help but uh, you couldn't help but watch. Yeah. Because he really appealed to like the lowest common denominator, the like the, the lowest sense of our own humanity. That's what that guy was feeding on, like a like a hungry pig to slop yeah see i never saw that oh good stuff it was that <clears throat> i remember watching richard bay richard, richard bay was another one richard bay was who's, a fine one who's now my facebook friend by the way richard you're friends with richard bay yeah he's like he's just like you know this regular dude on facebook he doesn't have like because I, I think he got out of that a long time ago now, i think he saw what was happening and realized, yeah, maybe this isn't the best moral aspect of my career to be uh, continuing on. I was at that uh, convention in New York a couple of years ago. Yeah, uh, Jerry Springer has been there. Yeah, uh, he spoke uh, and spoke elo- eloquently too. Yeah. By the way, but also Sally Jesse Raphael. Remember oh, her? Yeah, another, yeah, 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 red another yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> she's no longer with us. You know, um, but to, to lose a guy of such humanity and uh, purpose like jerry springer is a tough loss for all of us i think i speak for everybody here just yeah. you me that guy across the hall uh to lose a guy like jerry springer is kind of like losing a like a crazy uncle yeah like a, like a like a really bizarre uncle that people try not to talk about what and uh man i'll tell you i'm gonna miss that show i'm gonna miss the episodes like i married a horse yeah. remember that one Oh yeah, married a horse. Uh, I, I the, the most shocking one was the lady who cut her legs off. I'm happy I cut off my legs. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. actually have. Uh, well, I don't know. If, yeah. If, if I play the video, it's probably going to be a commercial. But yeah, this woman uh, plus, cut off her legs. Plus, we don't know if it's unedited or edited either. Well, yeah, that's that's the yeah. thing. She took a chainsaw. And cut off both her legs. You know, it was pointed out yesterday to me that uh, you, most of the time you couldn't even watch that show. Because it was just bleeps. They were swearing so much that it would be like, and then she beep. Beep. That's why I love her, Jerry. <laughs> that's why I love her. Like, that's kind of how yeah. that went. And, uh, 
Uh, I I don't I never really got into it. I never really, really got into the, a couple of episodes, and then finally I was just like, "This is ridiculous. This whole thing is just who's got time to sit here and watch this all day long?" Seriously, well, uh, no offense, Steve, but uh, <clears throat> I did. You watched it all day, every day. If it was on and I had nothing else to do, and yeah. Jerry and Jerry was on, he goes, "I, I was so, on for twenty seven years." Then I'd sit down and watch it. Like if I, for example. Let's say it's uh, it's 1995, and I'm in a hotel room doing nothing but uh, you know trying to you know get things going in my uh, first year of work, and uh, all of a sudden uh, this woman comes on uh, the Jerry Springer show. I slept with 251 men in 10 hours. You're gonna tell me you're not gonna watch that? No, yeah, I'm gonna watch that. 251 uh, men in 10 but hours. I was saying, it's like it's like how much of it can you watch before you go? Eh, well, you know, all right, this is this is enough of this. The um, last week when I was on vacation, yes, and with the the hotel we were staying at had, uh, I don't have cable television anymore. I got rid of the cable. You and cut I the only, cord. I cut the cord, and I only have the the internet now, and so I don't really watch TV, and I haven't watched like regular network television in a very long time. Right. <clears throat> they had uh, the Maury show on during the day. Okay, and uh, I'm watching the, uh, the Maury, and it, it's another one of these paternity test things. It's like that guy; he's like been the king on that one. Maury has; mm-hmm. he's got to be like in his 80s too. Well, let me look that up. Maury Povich. Yeah, Maury Povich is going to be. Well, let me see here. He is 84. 84 years old. Damn, that's unbelievable. That's a long time to be alive. It is a long time to be alive. Well, it's a long time to be doing what he's doing alive. You know what I mean? At age 84, he's still doing this paternity well, test thing. That's the thing. He, you know, he started off Well, I believe if I'm not mistaken, he started off as the uh as the host of a uh, current affair yeah, or that's how I hard read. copy or whatever it, it, it was. It was a current affair, and I re- and, it, and it was that uh, it was that like that little yeah. thing with the triangle and all that stuff. Yeah, and he tried to be, he tried to be Jerry Springer. Mm-hmm. I mean, he really tried to you know glom on to to that that wave that those coattails. But I think even Maury figured out. You know, what, the most simple thing I can do is have my producers. And a couple of scientists figure out some DNA testing. Mm-hmm. And all I got to do is read envelopes. I gotta rip open the envelope. I say, you are not the father. Yeah. And boom, there's my show. Listen, I don't know who did it or whatever, but it was it's a it's a clip that goes around on the Internet. And it's a parody of that, of the Maury show. Mm-hmm. But it's Mary and Joseph. And then he reveals that Joseph is not the father of the baby, and then Joseph starts getting oh, you know, and the bleeps start happening and all that. And that's all you see. I I don't know if that was like a like like one like a part of a full sketch mm-hmm. that I'd like to see, but it was that one clip that I always thought was hilarious. See, but, that's that's great. But uh, Jerry was seeming was seemingly the one out of all of those talk show hosts to be the one that had the most revenue coming in from. From the the content of the show, the thing I I respect most about it is that there was no sort of perverse or disgusting behavior that was too good, yeah, or too or or too raw for Jerry. He didn't care. It, it you know, let's expose the way society is. Yeah, you know, basically he's just holding a mirror to society and say, "Are you looking at yourself? Can you see what the rest of us see?" That's what Jerry was 
was known for. We need that in this country. What happened to Jenny Jones? Well, if you recall, Jenny Jones was sued uh, and lost. Right, because that guy killed himself. The dude killed himself, exactly. It was one of these, we revealed who your crushes are. It was, yeah, it was an, an ambush show. And a guy uh, a, a guy who was, was, was gay revealed that he had this crush on this uh, on this other guy and the guy was so embarrassed that he wound up uh killing himself which was horrible it was a horrible uh, outcome to that and unnecessary very unnecessary and then i think that's that really kind of sh- put a microscope on those you, you know like what what's your vetting process what are you doing you know how are you handling these things so mm-hmm. this doesn't happen again but see this is why i think you know most of that stuff was obviously made up like those topics. I don't know. Actors. Steve, this guy that married the horse, I think that's legitimate. You think that's a, that's a really good one? Well, I mean, they wouldn't have put it on TV if it weren't. I mean, married uh, the horse. Yeah. What about Ricky Lake? Remember Ricky Lake? I do. Yeah. 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 I remember uh, Ricky Lake. I remember when she was in, uh, what was the movie? The, uh, the John Waters film. Oh, Hairspray. She yeah. was in Hairspray. And, uh, and then she got that show. I don't know if I can tell this joke or not. Maybe I shouldn't. How bad is it? Uh, I see. I don't want to say it and then get in trouble for well, it later. What, what is the is the punchline the tough part or the, is it the setup? The punchline is Ricky Lake. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Melissa Etheridge died yesterday. They found her face down in Ricky Lake. All right, you know that's offensive. <laughs> is it really? Well, I mean, it's just a uh, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> Since we've been. Th- Talking about Jerry Springer for the last 15 well, minutes, I know, it doesn't really but, matter. Well, but, no, but I, we were talking about TV talk shows yes. from, uh, you know, the 90s. <laughs> it's Pax and Nick on Rock 102. Hey, Springfield, are you craving delicious scratch? Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 629 in Nirvana with Pax and Nagel on Rock 102. Wake up! <laughs> It's like a screaming <laughs> song at 6.20 in the morning, 6.29 in the morning. That gets you out of bed, though. <laughs> it does. Wait, you right up. It's going to be uh, mostly sunny today with a high of 64. Tomorrow, not so nice. High of 53, and it's uh, 40 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, comedian Leanne Moore going to be joining us after uh, 7 o'clock. She has got a brand new uh, special on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Very, very funny, and she'll be joining us after 7. And don't forget, after 8... Uh, not only an open line Friday, but also give you the keyword to cash your chance at winning $1,000. Sweet. You ready to laugh? I am. It's Bex and Nagel's joke of the day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. On Rock 102. I make you laugh. Springfield's <laughs> Classic Rock. <laughs> All right. So there's two uh, bored male casino dealers. Yes. Right? They're waiting at the craps table. Somebody needs to come along and play. But then this really hot blonde woman arrives and bets $20,000 on a single roll of the dice. Right? Damn. She goes, I hope you don't mind, but I feel much luckier when I'm completely nude. And with that, she strips down. She rolls the dice and says, come on, baby. Mama needs new clothes. As the dice comes to a stop, she jumps up and down and squeals, Yes! Yes! I won! I won! I won! I won! She hugs each of the dealers. She picks up her winnings and her clothes and then quickly takes off. And then the dealers stare at each other like, What just happened? Finally, one of them says, What did she roll? And the other one goes, I don't know. I thought you were watching. Ah! You get it? Because she was naked and then hugging them. And uh, You want to hear the, the backup joke? Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, this guy and his wife met while studying to be ophthalmologists. 
They were high school sweethearts. Oh man, I don't even know how I can keep banging these out Woo! left and right man, day after is... day after day. Bax and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. Hi, Jeff Sarah from Sarah Ford Lincoln and Aguam, and we've extended Sarah's 94th anniversary sale. We've grown over the last 94 years, but one thing remains. The best inventory of new Fords, new Lincolns, and the largest selection of pre-owned vehicles in one location. Check out the best-selling trucks in America, the Ford F-150, over 75 available. Check out our pre-owned inventory. Sale price, fully serviced, and ready to go. Come in now for our 94th anniversary sale. Sarat and Aguam, and it's SarratFord.com. How satisfied were you with your home heating system this past winter? If you're ready to save money on your energy bill and have nearly endless hot water, now's the perfect time to have a System 2000 from Energy Kinetics installed in your home. System 2000 is the most efficient and quiet heat and hot water system on the market. Whether you use oil, propane, or gas, the Made in the USA System 2000 is engineered to use the least amount of energy while providing comfort, reliability, and the best hot water available. Google System 2000 today to contact a local authorized dealer to See how much you can save. Leah Nissans are in style, in stock, and ready to be delivered all month long. Looking to lease your next Nissan? Do it at Leah Nissan in Enfield with no giant down payments, low monthly payments, and their exclusive three-year no-charge maintenance on all Leah Nissans, including no-charge oil changes, tire rotations, and more. Stop in for exclusive offers only at Leah Nissan on Paloma Drive in Enfield. See dealer for full details. Attention college students. Rock 102 is seeking a qualified intern for our Massachusetts Broadcasters Association paid summer internship program. Learn the ropes and help build your resume in radio broadcasting by getting hands-on experience. Students must be attending an accredited college and be in or entering their junior or senior year. Do not let this opportunity pass you by. Valuable learning experience plus you get paid. To apply, visit rock102.com slash jobs. Rock 102 is an equal opportunity employer. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 6.33. Time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Go to Gary Rome Hyundai today. Get 0% financing on select models. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Banks. One person has died in a one-vehicle crash on River Lodge Road uh, Thursday morning. Northwestern DA spokesperson Lori Loisel confirmed that the crash involved one vehicle with two people inside the car. A 21-year-old man has died in the crash, and the other passenger was taken to the hospital. The crash is still being investigated by the DA's office. Uh... Speaking of motor vehicle accidents, the South Deerfield Fire Department and Deerfield Police Department were called to a two-car motor vehicle crash on Greenfield Road last night. According to the South Deerfield Fire, both operators were uninjured and didn't require hospital care. Their cars were towed from the accident. The road has since been cleared of fluids and debris. The cause of the accident is still under investigation. I believe it's pronounced debris. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, and how many years at that uh, four-year college did it take you to figure that one out? Actually, Steve. Mr. Mr. Uh, smarty Pants. <clears throat> I'm not trying to be a Smarty Pants here, Steve, but that's something I would have learned in, say, the fourth or fifth grade. Yeah, well, I'm from upstate New York. It's pronounced Debris. No, it's pronounced Debris. It's also pronounced Celebrity Hotline. <laughs> an upstate New York thing. Yeah, no, I get it. I, there's, there's a lot of very dumb people from up there. A uh, West Springfield man was sentenced to prison for the rape of a patient at a nursing home. According to a news release from Hamden DA's office spokesperson Jim Lydon, 37-year-old Mahal Lujan was sentenced to 10 to 12 years in state prison for a 2013 sexual assault 
at a nursing home in West Springfield. The nurse called the West Springfield police to report that when she put the victim to bed, she left the curtain open to be able to see the victim from the hall. When looking into the room, the nurse noticed the curtain had been closed. The nurse found Mahal Lujan behind the curtain with the victim in a state of undress. The DA's office said the nurse did not recognize the defendant as he was part of a contracted cleaning crew. Based on their investigation, uh, Lujan was charged with rape. Uh, Hamden DA Anthony Galuni said acts of violence and sexual assault on our most vulnerable citizens will be met with our most diligent efforts to protect them and punish those who commit these heinous acts. And, and he thanked the West Springfield Police Department for their professional investigation of the case and the ADA Matthew Green for his uh, work and steadfast effort to secure justice. Yeah, no scumbag. Uh, yeah. <sighs> I think that's uh, the very definition of one. Yeah. Uh, the Massachusetts Supreme Judicial Court has ruled that criminal cases can begin against former leaders at the Holyoke Soldiers' Home. The decision may revive the cases against former Superintendent Bennett Walsh and the former medical director, Dr. David Clinton, giving hope to many of the victims' families' members. The Massachusetts Supreme Judiciary Court ruled 5-2 to two on Thursday that criminal proceedings can continue in the case against the Holyoke Soldiers' Home's officials. Former Superintendent Bennett Walsh and the former medical director David Clinton were criminally charged with other negligence for their alleged roles in the deadly COVID-19 outbreak at the Soldiers' Home, which is now called the Veterans' Home in Holyoke. Lori Manville Baudet's father was one of 84 veterans who died in the outbreak back in 2020. Uh, she shared her reaction with, with Western NAS News. They reached out to both defendants' attorneys. Uh, Michael Jennings, who represents Walsh, said, We've been preparing for trial all along. We'll continue to do that. Maybe that's what this case needs is a hearing of all the evidence in a public courtroom before a jury, and we're prepared for that. Uh, Dr. Clinton's attorney said uh, the dissent eloquently explains why this prosecution is misguided and why Dr. Clinton is not guilty. We look forward to clearing his name at trial. Uh, there's so much to this that, that goes into this. I I always find it irritating that the people that get charged for these things mm-hmm. aren't necessarily the people that need to be charged in these things. And you're talking about direction from the state. You're talking about, you know, thing people that are higher up than these folks that don't get have any accountability for this. Well, <laughs> I know this story has, you know, a lot of people very emotional and, and as as well they should. But as you know, we talked about at the time, and this is absolutely true, you can point fingers in any direction and and make your case. But the real fault of this lies with the state of Massachusetts, uh, and their inability to fund this place properly. You know, yes, there may have been uh, some issues along the way that you can question, but no one's bringing the state of Massachusetts to well, court, and, and, and maybe and, they should. And that's my point. My point is, like, listen, the, the, systemically, this whole thing is a mess to begin with. You know, you, you're right. You're absolutely right. They haven't had funding at those places for a long, long time. They continue to short, you know, shortchange them every year when budgets come out. That's why Leeds almost closed. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and, and Chelsea, which is a smaller yeah. facility, you know, is far better funded than than the soldiers home yeah and 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 that has been historically true and so yeah i mean listen you know we know we know bennett and and, and it's not like we're sitting here you know you know in support of anybody mm-hmm. in this situation but if you talk to people even from inside the soldiers home they're not saying it's him they're saying it's them yeah and it's you know it's like 
okay, I know you want to scapegoat this thing and blame one person, but it is not one person that has been, you know, taking advantage of this place for 20, 30 years. Right. It's just not. Uh, the man accused of killing his wife in Cohasset earlier this year was ordered held without hold, held with bail uh, on Thursday. Brian Walsh was in Norfolk Superior Court in Dedham Thursday morning. Uh, Walsh pled not guilty to charges of first-degree murder and misleading police investigation in connection to the disappearance of his wife, Anna Walsh, who has not been seen since January 1st. Shortly after Walsh pled guilt, not guilty, Norfolk uh, District Attorney Greg Connor outlined new details from the investigation. In court, Connor said in December of 2022, it had become evident that Mr. Walsh was suspecting his wife of having an affair. Walsh is accused of murdering his wife, then dismembering her and disposing her body. Investigators found surveillance video of a man reassembling. Re, I'm, I'm sorry, a man resembling, not reassembling. Assembling after well, what he's already done. Well, I did. Yeah, it's I not a Jenga, Steve. Uh, I know. Uh, Walsh throwing what appeared to be. See, see, you know what? You make me make jokes in my head that I can't say on the radio, and it really makes me upset. Yeah, sorry. You know Come to the show on Saturday night. You can see all the jokes. I'll tell you about these. Uh, throwing what appeared to be heavy trash bags into a dumpster in an apartment complex not far from where he lived during a search of the trash processing facility. Investigators found trash bags that contained a hatchet, a hacksaw, towels, cleaning agents, and items belonging to his wife. But no wife. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm now feeling bad because I've got just as many perverse and sick and dark jokes yeah, as I you. Know. And, and I, know. You know, I, I know. I don't want to be that guy. You know, when somebody asked me last week, like, you know, when you always, you guys always come back and you're laughing from the commercial break and you're saying, well, you know, that, uh, that's the best part of the show is the show that happens off the air. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about stuff like that. And we're making our own little jokes, and we have our own private conversations that could never be uh, released to the public. What uh, what many people don't realize, well, I mean, the people that know us realize this, but the people that don't know, who just listen and just assume that, you know, we make lighthearted comments about everything. If you knew how dark we get, (laughs) I mean, it's like darker than dark. I mean, a a darkened room with no lights isn't as dark. Mm Mm-hmm. As the two of us have the ability to, oh yeah, to yeah, dance yeah. in. Yeah, I uh, one day I'll tell the story about one of the first time, one of the first major events that national events that we had going on here, and, and the joke that you made, and I was like, I think I'm going to fit in just fine here. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what it is. Uh, what was the event? Uh, I don't, I don't know if we should talk about it. It was the, it was the Virginia Tech uh, shooting. Oh yeah, and no, then I, uh, you I said don't, something. I don't, I don't feel, the, I don't feel good. Well, about no, that. but you said something off the air, and I'm like, oh, oh I guess I'll fit in here because, <laughs> I, like, you know, part of me, you know, you're a young kid, you're you're brand new on the job, and you're just like, oh man, this is a horrible tragedy, and then. <laughs> And you know, then, I, at the I, time there was four of us in the room, yeah. and we were all like, "We all." Once you said that, then it just opened these floodgates of like all of these jokes that came along with it. You know, that's my problem. I, yeah. you know, this is this is what I have been doing for virtually my entire life. Yeah. No matter what happens, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how sad or tragic it may be. Yeah. In my head, the gears are already turning about. With jokes, yeah, with jokes. Yeah, I know. I, I, you know, I told you about the first time I had a, <laughs> <laughs> a prostate exam. 
I'm in my head. I'm thinking about the, all the jokes I want to tell. Right. I'm not because, thinking about what's going on back there. No. I'm thinking about the jokes. Well, that's a comedian. That's what a comedian does. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah, you, you gotta you gotta be observant everywhere you go. My wife keeps telling me, "Listen, you're off the clock. You don't have to do that now." Yeah. But I'm telling her, "You don't understand. Yeah. This is just the way my brain operates. Yeah. Can't help it." You're yeah, the same way. I, well, yeah, especially you know, like when somebody's doing something like that to you, the only thing you can do is make jokes. <laughs> Seriously, if somebody takes a rubber glove out and says, "Okay, bend over," I'm gonna, uh, you know, check you for things. <laughs> the doctor said, "Are you laughing?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah I'm laughing." Why is it? Yeah. Because I'm thinking of the jokes. When I had my first one, my doctor was like, "Would you like a chaperone in here?" And I was like, "Listen, you and I have been doing the other thing for like you know 20 years on our own. Why do we need a third person to come in and ruin this for it for us?" Because you want to keep things yeah. fresh. And then he invited me to Cancun to his beach house like two weeks later. That oh, was no, weird. Not, not after you've yeah, violated yeah, me with your finger. Yeah. You're a Pioneer Valley forecast today. Uh, it is Friday for it sure. Is, That's man. what it is. I'm out of here. Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be uh, mostly cloudy. Now it's it was sunny before. Now I think it's just going to rain. <laughs> the dark cloud is moving over the radio station. Uh, it's rainy tomorrow with a high of 53. It's 41 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, oh, yeah. Live in concert, Saturday nights at 9 on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock, 651. And Skinnerd with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be uh, cloudy today with a high of 64. Uh, it is 41 right now in downtown Springfield. You could be one word away, Steve, from winning $1,000. Well, not you, but people that uh, who listen to you. Weekdays, 8, 11, 2 p.m. and 5 p.m. Those are the times when you will hear... The, uh, the keyword to cash. Just listen for that $1,000 keyword and then enter the keyword at rock102.com before midnight for your chance to win $1,000. The next keyword coming up at 8 o'clock. You can play every weekday to increase your chances of winning. It's all brought to you by textmeforTires.com. Keem Keo of the Nielsen team, Keller Williams, and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. We should start doing like uh, really long words for that thing. Like incomprehensibility. And yeah. You can go through that whole little... Uh, thing that you have there uh, that you do yeah. with the letters, like right. an acronym. Uh, today's uh, word is actually very <laughs> short. Just like a one-syllable word. I'm going to tell you what words. it is. No, just you one. You just said today's word is very short. That's two words. No, very and short no, no, are two no, different words. No, it is a specific word that I will say at 8 o'clock that could land you a thousand dollars now that's like way too many words it's it's not a it's not the phrase that pays it's one single word steve just one word that's it a word one word this isn't dialing for dollars and you have to uh, figure out you have to answer the trivia question no it's yeah. uh it's not but uh after eight o'clock is when you'll hear that next hour we're gonna be talking to uh comedian leanne morgan she's got a uh, brand new special on netflix called i'm every woman well, I mean, she is not not me You're personally. Not I'm not. I'm no. not any woman, no. really. And then also got a book coming out in August called "What in the World." So, Leanne Morgan after seven o'clock today. That's uh, that's gonna be funny. Oh, she's yeah. a funny gal. She's a lot of laughs. Uh, let's see. Uh, an Indiana woman reportedly told police she posted nude images of a known acquaintance to Facebook in order to quote get back at her perceived betrayal. This is like that uh, revenge porn stuff, right? The uh, 26-year-old now faces one count of distribution of an intimate image, a misdemeanor. That's it? 
a misdemeanor for sharing someone else's nude photos? I would think it's probably, it should be more than a, well, it, hey, hey. According to- uh, Does it rise to the level of a, of a felony? Well, according to court documents, the woman of Spiceland, Indiana, Spiceland probably, but I like to say Spiceland because it sounds like a porn town. Right. Yeah. Uh, found the nude photographs and videos of the victim on her boyfriend's phone and ended up posting them on Facebook in addition to sending them to the victim's close friends. In a Facebook post, the woman shamed the victim and accused her of having sex with her boyfriend and his best friend. The victim told police uh, this accusation was a lie. The victim explained to police that the intimate images had been made for her boyfriend, who in turn shared them with the Spiceland woman's boyfriend. The victim had not given the woman permission to publicly post her intimate photographs and didn't even know the woman had them until she found out about the Facebook posts. Uh, police said that Spiceland woman uh, expressed embarrassment when questioned about the incident. She told officers she had, quote, reacted so quickly out of hurt due to feelings of betrayal and anger. She told police she wanted to get back at the victim and her boyfriend, mm. who she thought had been cheating on her, and make them hurt the way she did. Class A misdemeanor charges carry a sentence of up to one year in jail if convicted, uh, though often misdemeanor charges result in alternative sen- sentencing, such as probation, community service, or fines. You know, I know uh, the idea of getting revenge is really uh, satisfying and and, uh, and all of that, but uh, really, keep your impulses uh, realistic. You know, I mean, uh, one, if you post nude pictures... On Facebook, mm-hmm. you are violating the terms of service, and you won't be able to post on Facebook for at least uh, a month or two. How Do you want to be on Facebook jail? I don't. How long was Tommy Lee in Facebook jail when he posted that picture of him and his ginormous uh, his deal? I don't. I don't know how bow-legged long. swamp donkey. Yeah, I don't know what the time frame yeah. was, but I don't know if he ever came back. Uh, it, whether he came back or not, that picture was up there for at least a couple of days before it was taken oh, down. Oh, I screenshotted so, it. Sure. Yeah. So uh, it's really more of an algorithm of who's going to complain about it. But then when you have a prominent account like Tommy Lee or Motley Crue does, sure, they're probably not going to shut that down as quickly as they would just some run-of-the-mill Joe Schmo who posted something like that. You're right. You're right, but uh, I don't know. I, I would not. Uh, I would not jump on the revenge bandwagon right away. I'm not worried about revenge porn. I'm more worried about just revenge. Like, you know how many pictures of me are out there, like, doing things that, uh... I'm glad we didn't have social media, like, 15, 20 oh, years ago. Ain't that the truth? Because now you act differently. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to... When I... You know, all of my biggest life mistakes were done between the ages of, say, 18 to 23. Yeah. You know, that that was like the big sweet spot of... Oh, mine's of been regret. 18 to 43. Okay. Yeah. All right. So... I'll uh, be 45 this year, by the way. <laughs> yeah, but the, the tail end yeah, of yeah, that, yeah. you know, you, you could theoretically be exposed for all the terrible things that you've done. Whereas, you know, for me, you know, we didn't have that kind of technology. Yeah. It was all word of mouth. You know, maybe you could draw pictures of certain things or, yeah. you know, you'd have to take your film to a place to develop and then wait five days for yeah. it to return. And Photo map booths are a thing of the past. Exactly. So, you know, I, you know, I, I skirted that kind of thing. But I, when I think of, you know, you know, would I have been able to do that today? I would have to say no. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I wouldn't uh, make the same choices that I did. No. I, I had this friend who would take pictures of me. Uh, him and his him and his uh, girlfriend now his now wife uh, would take pictures of me passing out at their house oh, almost man. every time. Yeah. Like every time we'd go over their house, uh, I would just have a little too much to drink and then pass out on like a chair on the deck. And then they would decorate me. They would put 
you know, hats and yeah, yeah. feather boas and, you know. Draw these, mustaches oh, on Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All yeah. kinds of good stuff. Real big, big bushy eyebrows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and then yeah. record me snoring loudly on their back deck at 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, think of the yeah. collage yeah. they could have put together. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I miss those days. I wish we had social media to rem- remind me of all those. It's 6.58 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Rock 102 wants to know, what would you say if you won $1,000? <laughs> And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, with Scott's four-step, four easy steps to an awesome lawn. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Hey, remember last month, for a very brief period of time, there was this outrageous rumor that Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson wanted to be traded to the New England Patriots. And you remember how that brief flurry of speculation uh, required there uh, to be a, uh, to, to require that kind of trade involved bouncing Mac Jones and a fistful of draft picks to the Ravens in order to get him? Well, that's certainly not going to happen now because not only are the Patriots fat and happy with their 12 picks in this year's draft, they're also happy they won't have to dish out the sort of cash that the Ravens just committed to keep Lamar Jackson on the team. Yesterday is reported that the Ravens have signed Lamar Jackson to a five-year contract extension that will pay him $260 million. That not only makes Jackson the highest paid player in the league, but $185 million of it is fully guaranteed. Jackson had been asking for $230 million in guaranteed money, the same amount Deshaun Watson got from Cleveland, but in the end, he decided to settle for $185 million in guaranteed money because at the end of the day, he didn't want to seem unreasonable. Here's the thing to keep in mind. Lamar Jackson also serves as his own agent. That means that rather than pay 3 to 5% commission to negotiate that kind of deal, Lamar Jackson gets to keep that commission all for himself. So what does this break down to? Well, Lamar will be earning about $52 million a year. That works out to a weekly paycheck of exactly $1 million a week. Or based upon a 40-hour work week, he'll earn an hourly wage of $25,000 an hour. Of course, that's all before taxes, FICA, Social Security, Medicare, and other withholdings. But still, I could find a way to get beyond being in the 37% tax bracket and live my life rather comfortably, guaranteed, over the next five years. It's almost a shame that all that money requires me to play football for a living. Because at a million bucks a week, I could probably choose other things I'd rather do with my time. And getting hammered by oncoming defensive linemen would not be one of them. But hey, and if I'm I yapping, sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. There are four steps to a healthy lawn. Scott's four step. Get Scott's four step at Rocky's now. It's only a hundred bucks with your Ace Rewards card. No rebate nonsense. No foolishness. It's time already for step one. So zip on over to your nearest Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock. Springfield's classic rock. It's 7-Eleven and Foreigner. <laughs> Axe Nagel of Rock 102. Uh, it's going to be, I'm sorry, we're just, again, we're, we're, having, doing it again. we're having that show off the air thing. Uh, it's going to be cloudy today with a high of 64. Tomorrow, a rainy with a high of 53. 41 right now in downtown Springfield. Not a good day for ice cream. <laughs> <I'll tell you. laughs> yes. Melting already. Yeah. Uh, comedian Leanne Morgan has got a brand new special out on Netflix called I'm Every Woman. She's also got a book. In the works, it's going to be out in August called What in the World? And uh, she's on the phone with us uh, right now. Rock 102. Hello, is it Steve? Uh, no. Did you is say, it Bax? It's Steve and Bax, yeah. Did you say Dave? Oh, 
Well, I was just going to the contact person. This is Leanne. (laughs) Oh, hey, Leanne. How are you? This is my name is Steve, and Um, and you can call me whatever you damn well. If you want to call me Dave, that's going to make you feel better. I'm I'm all for it. I'm not going to stand in the way. Say, y'all, I'm crazy. I'm sitting here in a gown and a house coat, (laughs) but I have had coffee. But this is Bax and Steve, right? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And and, uh, here we are with our uh, with our interview that uh, we are right in the middle of now. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, Well, I don't care if people know I'm in a gown. well, you know what? You don't even know what we're wearing either, so it's all a big mystery. <laughs> now, uh, your accent, I'm, I'm guessing Boston, uh, Maine. Yes, yeah. Buffalo, New York. Oh, Buffalo, <laughs> yeah, New York. I, I yeah. can totally, I can hear the Great Lakes all over you. Uh, <laughs> you angel. It's country. It's middle Tennessee, farming ah. community. Mm-hmm. Now you you've there your career is exploding right now. I mean, you not only got the Netflix uh, special "I'm Every Woman," but you got a book coming out in August. Tell us about the the book. Oh my darling, it's called "What in the World?" Because every day I get up and go, "What in the world?" <laughs> they, I cannot believe. I mean, I knew I thought I had something twenty something years ago when I got started, but you know, life kicks you in the teeth. And back and forth, and, you know, you get a lot of no's and a lot of, you know, things don't make it in Hollywood and all that kind of stuff. And then this happens to me at 57 years old. And I'm a grandmother, and I've got another baby on the way. And so when they said, do you want to write a book, I really wanted to talk about all my sin that I committed in the 80s. <laughs> and I know y'all want to hear about it. I want to hear about yeah, it. I kind of do. <laughs> but my, my literary agent, who is a doll, said, honey, you're not Joan Crawford yet. So he said, why don't you write some funny essays to introduce you to the world? So that's what the book is. And every, I mean, I I named it What in the World because I just cannot believe all that's happened to me. It is so crazy, y'all. This Netflix special, I'm the only middle-aged grandmama from Tennessee on Netflix. I mean, I'm sure y'all realize that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's just crazy, and it's and it's doing really well, and people are watching it, and it's got good numbers, and I'm like, what? Well, and I, then I've got another hundred city tour. Yeah, I mean, I, and that, I mean, it's it's just unbelievable what's happened to you all at once. But but now you've got me curious about what kind of trouble you got into in the '80s. Oh, honey, I smoked cigarettes behind dumpsters, and I made horrible decisions with men, with stupid, stupid men, not men that were doing well in school. Also behind dumpsters? People that you would not wipe your feet on. (laughs) Now, I ended up marrying somebody that was very competent and smart, and thank the Lord, God took care of me, but I was a wreck. And I was, you know, dancing to Prince, and I was in a club, and I had big hair, and do y'all remember all that? Oh, yeah, I remember You and I are kind of in the the same ballpark age-wise. I remember that very, very well. <laughs> a lot of um, flock of seagulls, honey. Flock I of... thought I was British. I wanted to be Madonna. <laughs> I had roots. You know, my hair was real rooty, and I was had big eyebrows, and I was doing horrible things. Listen, Leanne, I I, uh, I had jam shorts and wore a polo. I think that says everything. Uh, that yeah, it does, honey. I would have flirted with you. Uh-huh. We would have danced and grinded, <laughs> I think is what the young people call it on the dance floor. <laughs> and I would have and I would have accepted. Yeah. I really would have. I would not have said no. Oh good. <laughs> you might now. You might be like, oh, I don't want to grind with that woman. She's sweaty, which I'm doing better. I'm doing better with my menopause. I shouldn't have said that to y'all. Y'all it's, sound cute. Yeah, don't don't. Oh. Get, we're not no, we're not. Cute. We're not yeah. that cute. But listen, being in a, being in a flop sweat is just a natural occurrence for everybody. It's okay. <laughs> 
Oh, good. So, so how, tell us a little bit more about how things uh, took off for you, because I do find it interesting. You, you don't see a lot of people who have been out of, not been out of the business, but but don't get that kind of traction at such a later stage in life. It's, especially in comedy. I know. And, and, you know, I never lived in L.A. or New York. I would have deals with Hollywood, but they didn't make it. You know, I've had four deals for sitcoms, but I swear, y'all, I think it's better now to live out in the middle of the United States and live an authentic life, because I really do have three children. I have a grandbaby, another one on the way. I have tended to kids. I have dropped them off at school and all that. And I think if I'd gone to L.A., I, it, I wouldn't be who I am, and this wouldn't be connected to people. And I, I just think with social media, you know, I've got, it's like your own TV station, yeah. and I hired these young boys that knew how to do social media because, Lord, I wasn't doing anything but putting up pictures of my dachshund. <laughs> and these boys got me organized and started putting clips out, and, and one of them, I don't, well, several of them went viral, but the first one was me talking about taking my husband to see Def Leppard and Journey at Thompson Bowling Arena in Knoxville, I, and everybody looked sick. I saw this. <laughs> I, that was hilarious. <laughs> Thank you, my darling. Thank you. Well, you know, everybody looked bad and we did too and i and that must have resonated with people this is uh leanne morgan on the phone you know one of the things that uh, i was reading some of your uh, your bio information is you know we talk about you getting into comedy kind of uh, you know a, a, a late starter i mean this really kind of started for you in kind of an odd way it, it's not like you just decide i'm going to go to open mic and you know start to you know, <laughs> do what every other comic does this kind of started with like uh, selling jewelry at home parties and stuff tell me about that Okay, my my husband and I, he moved me to Bean Station, Tennessee, and bought, he bought a business, and that is in the foothills of the Appalachian Mountains, and I was lonely, and I needed money, he's very tight, and I wanted to get my hair highlighted, and I had my first baby, and who is now 29 years old, and I started selling jewelry like women sell Tupperware in women's homes, and women thought I was funny and started booking me a year in advance. And the company noticed, and I started speaking at their big things, and that gave, I knew I could do it. That gave me the confidence. So then when we moved to Texas, there were comedy clubs, and I did open mic one time, and they moved me up to opener. And then from then on, I mean, I was probably, you know, while I was in my 30s, my kids were 3, 5, and 7, and, I mean, you know, things went pretty well for me, even though I, I, it's not like it is now. I mean, I've, you know, been on Nick at Night. I've had television deals for sitcoms, and and I just did, I just had to cut a path in a different way because I had little children at home. So I yeah. couldn't go and do comedy clubs every week, but I always was, I was always doing comedy somehow, like corporate things or a club every once in a while. And honey, I don't know how we did it. I don't know how, but I always, you know, was performing. And then I really was thinking about getting out of this thing when in 2018, I knew I would have a grandbaby and I just thought, you know, Lord, I'll, this has been fun, but I'll just bow out of this thing, and then it took off. Yeah, see, well, once you decide, hey, yeah. I don't want to do this, and then, uh, then it comes right back at you. Wait, That's awesome. I'm, I'm thinking I might want to start leaving this business right away, see what <laughs> yeah. happens in six months. Yeah, maybe we can become famous for once. <laughs>
<laughs> the uh, the name oh, of, no. the name of the Netflix special is I'm Every Woman. Uh, it's absolutely hilarious. The book uh, What in the World comes out in uh, August. Leanne Morgan. You're traveling all across the country. You want to find out where Leanne is? Go to LeanneMorgan.com. Leanne, a real pleasure to talk to you. Best of luck in everything you got going on. Oh, you angel. Thank y'all. Y'all are darling. And we would have grinded. Oh, no yeah. question about it. No question. Okay. My my Thank wife you. now probably wouldn't approve, but, you know, back in the 80s, uh, you oh, know, yeah. whatever. Oh, yeah, we were all in hey, you know, you know, Yes. I, I know his wife, Leanne. She'd find that actually very humorous for him to be <laughs> trying to grind at his age. So I'm sure she'd be okay with it. <laughs> at my she'd age. She'd probably say, okay, y'all can grind, but take some ibuprofen. <laughs> right, right. You want to break a hip out there. Yeah, I, you I'm don't want to get arthritis. I, all right. Thank y'all so much. Y'all been a doll. Absolutely. You. Leanne Morgan, real pleasure to talk to you. It's Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. To Rock at 728 and Steely Dan with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It is uh, going to be uh, cloudy today with a high of 64. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 53. It's 41 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, if you missed any part of today's show or any Bax and Nagel show, check out the daily podcast. It's available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and on rock102.com. Uh, also, check out Baxi's musical podcast. My guest this week, Deborah Ayal, the lead singer for Romeo Void. Really cool interview. I actually make her cry. You, you made know? her cry? Yeah, I Like, why? Because you told her something horrible, or she you triggered a memory? No, because the saxophone player in that band had died, and he died of Alzheimer's. It was very sad, and she is uh, very emotional about it. So, you know, had I not brought it up, she probably wouldn't have cried, but I did, and she cried. So Look at you, you little, uh, you little uh, Diane Sawyer, yeah. or you Barbara Walters, with your what? Uh, if you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be? No, the first question I ask yeah. is, what's her favorite ice cream? <laughs> but uh, next week, Oreo cookie. Next week, I'll be talking to uh, DeFergo Lawler. He's the uh, the drummer for the Cranberries. They're about to uh, reissue their 30th anniversary uh, debut album. Uh, everybody yeah. else is doing it. Why can't we? Uh, I do ask him about Dolores O'Riordan. He does not cry in that one. Oh, no, he does not. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, oh, that's available go. starting on Monday on rock102.com. Sweet. There you have it. Well, we, we have what? We, we, I was going to say, you want to say it at the same time? We have, have news coming, coming up next, next on Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. Patchy fog will give way to sunshine through high mid-level clouds this morning. It's going to turn out to be a nice day today. Just some high clouds this afternoon. Temperatures will come up into the mid-60s. The wind... 733 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's time for news and it's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Go to Gary Rome Hyundai today. Get 0% financing on select models. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Police departments in Hamden and Berkshire County have sent out warnings to residents after multiple homes were broken into this week. Investigators told Western Mass News that one woman reported her daughter's house in Otis was broken into on Tuesday. On that same day, a garage and uh, house were broken into in Tolland. On Wednesday, another house break-in occurred in Otis and one more in Sandusfield. Oh, we're really going out there, huh? Yeah, no kidding. Otis uh, Police Sergeant Tammy Tammy Weinhaus has told Western Mass News that the uh, methods of breaking into the homes has uh, varied as well as the items stolen, but a key piece of evidence and timing lined up across the board, leading them to believe these incidents are connected to the same unknown suspects. A white box truck with orange markings, either a U-Haul or a Home Depot box truck with dual wheels have been seen. That box truck with the dual wheels is the wheels we tracked in Tolland as well as we believe to be in Sandusfield as well. We've seen tire impressions in Otis 
and that's why we're thinking it was in a short period. Is that because so many of the streets in Otis, Sandusfield, and what was the other town? Uh, Holland. Holland. Uh, are not really paved and are dirt roads? Right. Right. Yeah. That's it's easier to, easier to follow the, uh, the tire tracks in a right. dirt road. She said the investigation is still in its early stages. They're asking people to continue to come forward with any information they may have. If any resident has any home video or businesses have video that might have seen the white box truck, any kind of orange writing or markings on it on Tuesday, get it to us so we can look at it. We're still trying to identify any other parties uh, that may have been in it and the, that kind of thing also to give us a time frame. So they're looking for people to uh, chime in and, uh, you know. See if they can help out. I don't know. You know how things go. You know, you start uh, flapping your lips. All of a sudden, uh, you know, certain things happen. Yeah, they do. I know. Loose slips. Loose sink ships. What's a slip? Loose slips? Loose lips. Is this like Droopy Monty? No. Oh. <laughs> no. Uh, crews are responding to a single car crashing into a pole on Main Street in East Hampton. According to the East Hampton Police, uh, they received the call at about 2.23 p.m. for reports of a crash. I can't believe this hasn't been updated. 2.23 p.m. At this time, Northampton Street is closed uh, at Main Street by the rotary. Northampton uh, Northbound traffic is being detoured down Pleasant Street. Even still, all these hours later? Over 18 hours later? Yeah, they still can't get that off the road. Officials confirmed the driver suffered minor injuries and was being transported to a local hospital. Crews are asking the public to avoid the area. Even still, 18 hours no, later? No, not even, not even still. Shall uh, we start taking alternative routes? Uh, yeah, that would probably be the best, uh, the best course of action. Suppose here. I were, say, uh, like a, uh, educator and yes. I was going to meet with the school committee, uh, w would I have to take an alternative, uh, route? Uh, I think you would have to take, uh, an alternative route. And then when you, when you, when you're, when you're, when you're, uh. Well, that's good because I hate to keep ladies in waiting. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. When you're driving down the streets of East Hampton, you better be blasting this out your window. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's like the ice cream truck in East Hampton now. Yeah. A lot of microaggressions going on in that town. Too many microaggressions. That's the problem. Uh, where are we going? We're going. Uh, uh, my my point was being that uh, that's a, that was a Western Mass news story that they hadn't updated. Now usually they're pretty good about updating things. That's twenty two behavior. Do you want to be twenty two? Is that what you were well, looking to do? Weren't they promoting for a while that they were not twenty two? Yeah. Well, apparently uh, they are. <laughs> apparently that's a thing now. You know. You know when when uh, when you're talking about something like a like a traffic story when you're reporting on that yeah when it's cleared up is every bit as important as to when it's when happened. it happened yeah, you right. know that, I mean it's really you know, like because you because know, people do kind of find other ways to go I mean they try to avoid the inconvenience of being stuck in traffic so you know knowing when it's cleared is uh, actually a very important detail for example yesterday. Maybe yesterday or the day before. There was a, I think it was yesterday. There was an accident on the Mass Pike. We talked about it in the morning. Yeah. Well, be between the, like Ludlow and Palmer, right? So by the time it gets on 22 News' website or wherever Dan Williams got it from, he yeah. reads it as it's breaking news because it sounds like it's breaking news, but the accident happened four hours ago. And then we had people messaging the Rock 102 page on Facebook going, hey, that the Pike is clear. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, but that's yeah. not always our fault. We're just given information by supposedly credible yeah, sources. But you know, the thing is, and and uh, you know, you've mentioned this a, a number of times, and I'm going to hop on that bandwagon if you don't mind. So, uh, can we move over just one space and let me sure. sit here for a second. Yeah. If you have a news story, and you finish that story by saying. 22 News will keep you abreast of any information yeah. as we get it. I don't think I've ever been updated by a story. You want to at least fulfill the obligation of updating the story if you've oh, promised that. Here's, I get it that, let's say you're in, uh, there's a crime story, uh, assault, murder, something like that. Sure. As a as a one of these uh, young reporters that go out there and try to get answers from stuff from people, they're probably not going to give you a whole lot of information because you're you're not really like a like an investigative reporter. You're more just uh, kind of passing along information, right? So uh, the drive is not there to keep pressing somebody or, or create contacts that you can get inside information for to try to piece the story together to present to the news. You're just repeating facts that were given by Ryan Walsh. Uh, but in a story like a, like a car accident or, or like a traffic thing, you think you would have more information <laughs> on that. Like that's not really hard. There's not a cop out there that probably wouldn't tell you Oh yeah, well yeah. you know this uh, this happened. That was cleaned up hours ago. You know, in the olden days in uh, local television news, and I don't know if they still do this. I assume they probably do because that makes the most amount of sense. But they would have a guy on what was known as the assignment desk, mm. and his job was to listen to police scanners all day long. Oh yeah, police scanners. He would have telephones. He would call like a police department or the state police to kind of confirm that this thing is happening or that thing is happening. And when it's over, when the incident is over. Then the assignment editor would make sure that everyone knew who was involved in covering that story understood that it was over. Yeah. That's a responsibility. That's, a, that's the way it used to be. That's old school journalism. It's a follow up and inform. Yeah. Now it's uh, hey, whatever happened to that accident last week? I don't know. I don't know. I'm already reporting on a different story now. I'm not going to go back. Uh, owner and pitmaster Bill Fletcher and his experienced crew are eager to welcome Western Mass residents into their little corner of the barbecue world. Fletcher's Barbecue Shop and Steakhouse will offer classic wood fire cooking with a new age twist right here in Longmeadow. Before construction began in Longmeadow, Fletcher's operated out of their Brooklyn shop for a decade, home smoking barbecue for the New York City community. Bill Fletcher says what ultimately inspired the move from the spirited Brooklyn neighborhood to Western Mass was the mobile dating app Tinder. Thanks to Tinder, Bill met his wife, who now lives in Longmeadow, or who does live in Longmeadow, and ended up falling in love with the town as well. Mm -hmm. Cooking in the age-old tradition of pit barbecue using logs of maple and red oak that burn 365 days a year, Fletcher's will be smoking the, quote, best briskets they've ever made, according to Bill. I think, uh... I think I'd like to welcome Bill to Western Mass by uh, being his new friend. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. I'm looking at their menu right now. Just downloaded the PDF off their new website. Yeah. Brisket, pork, ribs, chicken. Yeah, if anybody knows Bill, uh, Bax and I would like to be very good friends with him. Uh, yes. We love, I mean, are they open for lunch? They got uh, lunch hours here. What are, what are, the, what are the hours? Uh, I don't. I don't see the hours. Is it not uh, open? I, I don't know if it's open yet. I don't know, but uh, they're getting yeah, there. Yeah, it says it hasn't. It hasn't. It's not done yet. Uh, cooking yeah. in the age-old tradition of pit barbecue. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, Executive Chef Joseph Raymond brings an extensive fine dining pedigree and will be offering unique dishes such as barbecue ramen, cold smoked and seared steaks, spicy shrimp hush puppies, basket fries, and brisket cheese steak, just to name a few. Brisket cheese steak? Yeah, I'm looking at that I'm, now. Uh, like that's, uh, that's, you've already got me on that. Chopped one. brisket, sautéed onions, uh, house-made cheeses. Oh, I'm sorry, it's a cheese sauce. Yeah. Uh, classic grinder roll and waffle fries. By the way, uh, Billy the Trash Man dropped off donuts for us upstairs. He did? He did, yeah, and they're outside. And I um, can't go out of the building to get them. Now, for, for those of you wondering, well, where, where is this? This is at the old Rinaldi's next to the yeah. CBS on, uh, on Route 5. Yeah. It's about time at the, the, the Rinaldi's location get used for, uh, for for purposes. It's been a sad period of time without Rinaldi's there. But now that uh, Fletcher's is ready to go, I'm very excited to get in. Yeah, I'm excited to get into this, too. And uh, like I said, uh, I would love to... Uh, I know uh, Bill's new to the area now uh-huh. that he found his Tinder wife, and uh, uh-huh. I would like to uh, I'd like to take Bill and his new uh, Tinder wife out uh, on a date. Uh, maybe take him as long as he brings barbecue to the meeting. Like we can go. Oh, you know what, Bill? I'll meet you for yeah. coffee down at the down at the Dunkin' Donuts mm-hmm. down the street. Can you bring some of that brisket with you? You know, what would be a great way to say hello. What uh, would be to uh, bring, say, uh, some of your uh, menu items yeah. to the Rock 102 yeah, studios. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that I, would I be a pan- great idea. I'm not saying you should. Yeah. I'm not saying we're it's just, required. I'm just, just saying, saying, boy, would that be a great way of saying hello. We're just saying. Get a load of this. I'm looking at the menu, right? <clears throat> On the bar snacks and starters. Yeah. Cult favorite barbecue fries. Listen to this. Yeah. Dry rubbed seasoned waffle fries drizzled with house barbecue sauce and your choice of barbecue brisket, chicken, or pulled pork. Ah, I right. would mess that up. Yeah, I would. I would. I would mess that up too. I mean, there's still listen. There are still other barbecue places in the area. I'm still going to go to. I'm still going to go to uh, to Theodore's. Plenty, but uh, you know, always there's room for everybody. There's always room. For always everybody. room for everybody. Well, hopefully he'll get the message. I don't know. I don't want to just. Uh, I don't want to just hang it out there. You know. I was going to say maybe we should go on Tinder, but he's off Tinder now because he met. He met the girl. He met the wife, right? Yes. Yeah. Is that his wife? Did I say wife? Yeah. You said Tinder his, wife. He met his wife. Tinder wife. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Tinder is a. Uh, he's a tender tender. Like a tender oh, brisket. Yes. Yeah. Right. Or a chicken ten- tender. Chicken tender. Yeah. Chicken oh, tender. Oh, chicken tender. Yes. yes. Yeah. I, I like the you. way you're I'm thinking, thinking, Steve. Uh, between the two of us, I'm thinking. Uh, you. I'm thinking me. It's you. Me. All me. That's why uh, the view from the couch will not be included in the podcast from now on. Oh, don't you start. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today. Cloudy today with a high of 64. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 53. It's 44 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. You say you wish my... Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock at 752. And Led Zeppelin with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, cloudy to start, then, uh, well, actually, sun mixes sun and clouds, I guess, and then mostly cloudy this afternoon with a high of 64. Tomorrow, rain with a high of 53. It's 40 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, let's see. Next hour, we're going to be doing Open Line Friday mm-hmm. and giving you the keyword to cash. So make sure you are listening for that for your chance to win $1,000. Looking forward to that. And uh, But before you hear that, now hear this. Now hear this with Bex and Nagel on Rock 102. Talking about ice cream this morning. 
Actually, no, there's, there's no ice cream at all. No, there's none. Uh, it's a sad day, though, because, uh, of course, uh, Jerry Springer, uh, Jerry Springer died. And here, here's a... I am the father of the destruction of Western civilization. Our show is as silly, crazy, outrageous, sometimes as stupid as you can get. I was hired to be a ringleader of a circus. It's a lot of fun. It's a great job. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you for having me. There's never been a moment that I ever thought I was better than the people who appear on our stage. I'm not better, only lucky. Till next time, take care of yourself and each other. Uh, poor Jerry. Nah, no. Yeah, he talked about uh, that, that line where he said, I'm the father of destruction of Western civilization. At least he knew it. You know, it's not like he was like faking it, but you you could tell just by looking at his face that uh, you know, that his world was often in a very uncomfortable place to be. Uh, he also shared some uh, little-known facts about the Jerry Springer show, like how he got the job and what really caused fights on the show. Here's a little bit of that. The company that owned our station owned talk shows, Phil Donahue, Sally, Jesse, Raphael. Phil was getting ready for retirement. The CEO took me to lunch one day and said, we're starting another talk show, and you're going to be the host. I knew going in every day they were going to hand me a circus, so I couldn't pretend to be upset about it. People obviously enjoyed it, or they wouldn't have watched, and people enjoyed being on. They volunteered to be on they call us you can't call someone and say hey will you be on the jerry springer show they still, they'd hang up on you yeah they would hang up on you yeah but uh he he made millions of dollars off of uh smut on television but you know what we bought it hook line and sinker well, that's what i say you can't really criticize the guy he was very successful at what he did <laughs> absolutely uh, South Korean President Yoon loves Don McLean's American Pie, so Joe Biden invited him to sing it Wednesday night at the White House State Dinner. And here's what that sounded like. A long, long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Something touched me deep inside the day the music died. Dude crushed it. You gotta gotta admit that's he might have crushed it, but it's like that song out of all the songs you could have picked to sing uh, with America. What about uh, American Woman? Yeah, but you see, uh, yeah, American Pie is a good what uh, twelve minutes long. Eight minutes. Eight minutes long. If you want to. If you want to be the big uh, the big cheese, that uh, you want to garner as much time as you can. What about born in the USA? Yeah, he wasn't born in the USA though. Oh, I mean, what about uh, Lee Greenwood's uh, "Proud to Be an American"? He's, I you know, I don't know enough about the uh, the the uh, this guy to say uh, one way for sure, but you know, I sounds like his taste in music is a little bit better than relying on a Lee Greenwood song. You know I can't stand that song. I hate that I song. I hate that song so much. And I also I, I hate it more not about because it's it's a uh, it's not because it's about patriotism. It's a, it's because my dad used to get so drunk and listen to that <laughs> over and he had, we had this we had this cassette tape yeah. of greatest country hits from the Marlboro collection for him sending in all the 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 Marlboro Miles to get this country album and Lee Greenwood's <laughs> God Bless America and he would play it over and, oh my God it's PTSD <laughs> coming back 
What better than jive money? Who wants some barbecued chicken where the chicken's burnt on the outside? Ron the middle. This is my song. With my chicken and my wife. I never liked my wife. That's why I yell at her. I love you, son. Good stuff, what an man. incredible piece of crap. What did you call it? A piece of crap. <laughs> well, I guess that's all we have for now. Here, this. <laughs> it's uh, 7.57. We got Open Line Friday coming up uh, and the keyword to cash coming up after 8 o'clock. Uh, it's Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Show me the money. People like you are winning $1,000. Hi, this is Crystal from Northampton, and I just won $1,000. Please. Listen for your chance to be next. Brought to you by... And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. With Scott's four-step, four easy steps to an awesome lawn. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, remember yesterday when I told you that for the most part, there really is no such thing as an accurately chosen mock draft in the NFL? Well, guess what? That still holds true today, just hours after the conclusion of the opening round. Last night, no surprise, the Carolina Panthers selected Alabama quarterback Bryce Young. But what about all those other guys, like the ones the Patriots were supposed to select with their number 14th pick? Well, it's like this. Last night, the Patriots were supposed to grab the number 14 pick, but what did they do with it? They traded it down to the Pittsburgh Steelers for their first-round pick at number 17. Why? Because in exchange, the Patriots also received the Steelers' pick in the fourth round. That gives the Patriots a total of 12 picks rather than 11. It gives them one in the second, one in the third, four in the fourth, four in the sixth, and one pick in the seventh and final round. And who did they pick last night at number 17? Was it Broderick Jones out of Georgia? No, it was that was the Steelers' uh, pick at number 14. Was it Northwestern defensive lineman Peter Skronsky? No, it was not. He was grabbed by the Titans at number 11. In fact, the Patriots didn't pick any of the guys that I mentioned yesterday because, other than, because all of those other guys were long gone before they grabbed Christian Gonzalez out of Oregon, who many believe is the best cornerback in the draft. Is he any good? Well, he's a strapping young sophomore with size and speed, considered to be a steal at number 17. The question now is, what are they going to do with all those other picks this weekend? They got the second and third rounds tonight, and then everything else gets wrapped up by tomorrow. But Sunday, you're either going to say, I'm excited by these new freshly draft prospects, or you're going to say, oh my God, we're screwed. No matter what happens, just remember this. Nobody's expecting the Patriots to win, so if they do, they will have exceeded everyone's expectations. And if they don't, then it probably won't be much much of a surprise to anybody. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Lots of nice lawns in Westfield, and I bet more of it if you have Alan to thank for it. Alan's the lawn care specialist at the Westfield Rockies. Knows his stuff and knows Scott's four-step. Good people like Alan and rocks out service at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 811. 
And Van Halen with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Mix of sun and clouds this morning, then mostly cloudy by this afternoon. And then tomorrow, uh, rainy with a high of 53. It's 40 right now in downtown Springfield. Now, we will get to open line Friday in here in, uh, in just a second. First, I need to tell you that it's time for the keyword to cash, your $1,000 keyword. Here it is. You ready? I'm ready. Today's keyword is paid. That's paid. P-A-I-D. That's P is in, I'd like to get paid $1,000. A is in, another $1,000 would be great. I is in, I want $1,000. And D is in, damn, I don't think I won the $1,000. Yeah, but how is it spelled? P-A-I-D. Now, here's what you got to do. You got to go to rock102.com, enter the word paid for your chance to win $1,000. You'll have until midnight tonight to enter into the $1,000 keyword for your chance to win. And good luck to you from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. There you go. Okay, now you're ready? And now, live from the Richard Grieco Studios in East Long Meadow, Massachusetts, it's Open Open Live! Rock 102, Open Line Friday, 293-1021. That's the number to call. Uh, No profanity. No foolishness. Keep your hate speech to some other radio show, whether it's across the hall or downtown in the Hall of Fame, wherever it may be. Those are the ones you want to swear at. Yes. Okay? Yes. Oh, look at these phones. They're blowsing up. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, it's the Hawkman calling. Hey, the hey, Hawkman. How are you? Yeah, not bad for an old man. How are you guys doing? Good. Right. What can we do for you? Hey, Mr. Nagel, remember that movie you are trying to figure out about I think that was called uh, Joyride. No, it was called Duel. It was uh Duel. It was a Steven Spielberg film from 1971, Duel, where the guy is uh trying to escape a tractor a, a mad tractor trailer that crashes into everything. Would well, you ever watch the, the movie Joyride cuz it's kind of like the same kind of thing. Well, of course everybody wants to copy off Steven Spielberg to try to make another great film. I've never seen Joyride though. Oh, and one more thing, guys. Yeah. Have you started up that is OnlyFans? No, we no, should. No, we haven't, uh, haven't really done that. Remember when we said, uh, yeah, let's do this and not just say we're going to do it and then actually do it, and then we still haven't done it. Yeah, so actually, in fact, we've just said we were going to do it. Yeah, yeah but I want to be a part of it. Think of all the things you guys could do to me, you know? Like, like yeah, prop I, you I, up, uh, you know, in, in a bar somewhere <laughs> or... I, th- I think there would be some people that would be offended by the things that we could potentially do to yeah. you. Yeah, but um, I I choose to let you guys do all kinds of things to me, like tie me to a tree out in the woods. Or- yeah, yeah, yeah. You would be a blast at a water park. You, you, you really, yeah, yeah. truly would. All right, Hawkman, we got other calls, but we appreciate uh, your call. All right? All right. Well, bye, guys. Uh, Thanks, okay, buddy. there you go. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? How you doing? It's Ryan. Hey, Ryan. What's up? Oh, nothing much. Just wanted to, you know, I'm the open line Friday. No, you're on. Yeah, you're, you're on, on right air. now. Oh, no, no way. Oh, yeah. hey, guys. How's it going? Good, Good Ryan. Ryan. Hey, how are up? you? Good. I just want to let you guys know, I mean, I love Rock 102. It's the first time I've ever been on the air. I want to say thank you for all the laughs. Oh, you're welcome. Ryan, I want to just tell you, for your first time ever, you killed it. You, yeah. d- you got everything out of it. Way to go, Ryan. 
Hey, I tried my best. No profanity. Yeah, yeah hey, there thanks, you go. Buddy. Hey, nice there nice you job. Go. All right. Okay. Yeah, we finally uh, got somebody that actually listened. Rock 102. <laughs> Good morning. Who's this? Got him. Mike Jones again. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Steve, Dale. Dale. Hey, hey Dale. Dale. How are you? Okay. Steve is so brilliant, man. Cut the cable. I've got friends that it's like, I don't know what's the matter with them. a month. I got free TV by a $50 box. It's legal, and you get like a couple of dozen stations. I like it. You get all sorts of stations that are interesting. No CNN or nothing, but... It's good. Yeah. All right. right. That's that's a that's yeah. a good endorsement there, Dale. Appreciate Cut, it. Cutting that cord, buddy. Yeah. All right, thank you. Uh Rock one oh two. Good morning, who's this? Hey, good morning, boys. Vince the plumber. Hey, hey Vince. Vince, how are you? Very well, very well. Just wanted to say hi, do those shout outs to my boys over at Plimpton and Hills. The plumbing supply, best plumbing supply around town, boys. Hell yeah. Yeah. You know? And uh, that. yeah, let's see what let's see what else is good in uh, good in the neighborhood today. Uh, <laughs> it's a beautiful day, you know. We're yeah. on the side of the daisies. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah good point there. Yeah. Well, well, thanks, All right, boys. Vince. All right, yeah, thanks, there. there you go. There you go. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Can I pick some flavor of donuts or what? Yeah, it's uh, Billy the Trash. Hey, man. Billy, you did, you did a uh, fine thank, job. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Good variety. <laughs> You can't get a better assortment. That's awesome. Well, I believe you ordered the diabetes assortment when you went into the Dunkin' Donuts this morning. You know what, Billy? Yes, I did. Truth, the truth yes, is, sir. between Steve and I, we don't need all of those toes. Yeah, we yeah we don't need. Well, I saw I saw a picture of you guys. You looked like you were dwindling away, so I had to beef it up a little bit. Ah, thank oh, you. Yeah, thank appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Throwing us off. All right. I'll see you tomorrow night, Steve. I yeah. hope that other guy's funny. I hope so, too. <laughs> Have a good day, guys. Yeah, Thank you. you. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hello? Yes, turn your radio down, please. Turn Hello? your yes. radio down. Yes, good morning. Who's this? Hi. Hi, who's this? Hi, could Hi. you turn your radio down? Are you there? Yeah. Hi. Okay. How are you? Good. How are you? Very good. Thank you for the call. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, good morning to you. How are we doing? That terrific. What's going on today? Not too much. Uh, just like to tell a couple of things. A, I got a joke. And uh, B, I want to know if uh, Steve ever found anything about, about the furries over there in uh, East Hampton. No, I have never found anything out about the furries. I uh, I know about the oh, yeah, uh, the small person wrestling matches that they had over there, <laughs> which I'm surprised <laughs> anybody let that happen in that town. <laughs> All right, what, what's the, oh, what's, God, the yeah. what's the joke? What's the joke? The joke is, uh, how do you wake up, Lady Gaga? How do you wake up, Lady Gaga? Yes. Are you ready? Well, yeah. yeah. How do you wake up, Lady Gaga? You poker face. Oh, you poker face. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad we waited yeah, for that. Yeah, that. That, that was worth the wait. That really, really was. Wait. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, it's Jeff from Farmington. Hey, hey what's up, Jeff? Hey, how's it going? Uh, listen, I, I just want to thank you guys because, uh, you know, it's the best way to start my day. Um, you know, I listen to...
to you guys when I'm in the shower every morning. So right. here's a good visual. Here's a good visual for you. Yeah, thank yeah. you for uh, that. Any, yeah. Oh, you're you're welcome. You're welcome. But anyway, I got I got a joke for you if you want to hear it. Yes. Yeah, go ahead. You. Okay. So, doctor walks into the examination room, and there's a little African American boy sitting. Uh, wait right. a minute. Wait a minute. Right. I, you know what? You know I, what? We're gonna stop you right there because I we already know <laughs> yeah. where it's coming. In and I, I don't like it already. Rock 102, yeah. good morning. Who's this? This is Jim. Hey, Jim, what's up? Hey, I just wanted to clarify that that Jenny Jones thing, that guy did not commit suicide. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he killed the other guy. Right, and I would, but there was another instance of some guest on a show that committed suicide yeah. because of the exposure to it. He's right. That, that somebody pointed that out to me earlier after we talked about yeah. it. Yeah. The 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 yeah, guy on Jenny he killed the crush he murdered the crush right 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 okay. and I, I remember that then she and the producers got sued over that yeah and also uh, Maury Povich by the way is uh, married to Connie Chung oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah that's yeah, yeah. Uh, that is true yeah yeah so I just wanted to clarify that all okay, right have a good day guys well, thank, thank you, you. Right. Uh, Rock one hundred two good morning who's this hi this is L A from Wilbraham how are you good wonderful how are you? what's up. I'm very well. You know what? You were talking about the car thing. Christine. Do you remember that movie? Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, with Where the car is almost alive. I was in junior high. Not even. I was middle school. I was like fifth, sixth grade. And I remember every black car that I drove by, I would hide in the bushes because I thought it was coming after me. It was a red car, though, wasn't it? Well, I, I think it was a black. I, I don't even black, know. A big black. I don't know if it was a, a Cadillac or a Buick. Or... I thought Christine I, I was red. I, you know, I don't, I don't know if it's uh, so important of the color of the car. The fact that you were hiding in fear of a car that I think you know requires a good deal of uh, therapy and soul searching. It was. It was a red car. It was. <laughs> with, with Back black in the day windows. when my parents said you can't watch it after a certain hour, and it's like we had HBO, and my brother and I would look at it, and I, it would scare the hell out of me. That was a good movie. Though. It was a classic. <laughs> All right, well, thank you it very much for the call. All right, listen, you guys make my day every day. Thank you so much. Oh, you're thank very you. welcome. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Uh, is this uh, uh, I'm sorry, Friday, the Friday open line Friday. It is. Yes, could, it you is. could you turn your radio down for us, though? Oh, yeah, sorry. Okay, all right. That's so, quite all right. All right, what's your name? Uh, my name's Everett. I'm calling. All, all right, right, Everett, Everett you're, you're on the air. All right, uh, did you see the um, the NFL draft picks last night on ABC? Uh, uh, yes, I did. Yeah, I just saw that, and I only saw it for a couple of minutes, so I only saw Carolina Panthers, uh, their draft pick. And then I saw the Houston Texans, their new QB. All right. Yep. And then I think it was the Arizona Cardinals that got their new QB also. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so I just wanted to call. Thank you for letting me call. Hey, no problem. Yeah. Any, any, yeah. any time. We could uh, we could uh, discuss the draft yeah. any year yeah, you want to get. Yeah. Uh, I think that kid was looking for a Keanu Reeves moment, but it yeah, was more yeah. like an Archie Bunker moment. Wasn't going to get it. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Okay. okay, all right. Let's well, try this one now. Successful. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is Buzz. What's up, buddy? Hey, What's Buzz? Up, Buzz. What's up? Good, good. Uh, I'm trying to get the Bax O'Brien. You are live on the air with Bax and Nagel. Oh, my God. First of all, you guys are losing your edge, but that's all right. I know the times are the times, but I got a joke for you. Yeah. Guy walks into a bar with a jumper cable. The uh, bartender goes, hey, 
you know, I'm going to let you stay, but don't start nothing. Ah, oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. You know what? Uh, you're kind of like losing say, your edge with that joke there, pal. Yeah, like they say in French, keep sucking, Spike. Ah, there okay, you go. There you All go. Right. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Good morning, ladies. This is John. Hey, John, I'm John what's for up? a recommendation. I want to be superintendent in East Hampton, ladies. Can I get a recommendation? <laughs> you, yeah, I'll recommend you to go apply somewhere else because you're not going to get the job. Uh, come on, I'm totally unqualified. I'd be perfect. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> well, they're looking for very unqualified individuals yeah, they, they, up they, there. They've decided to go beyond the people who are qualified yeah. and look for the second tier yeah, of you applicants. You don't have any history of social media issues, do you? Not at all. Oh, well, all for ladies and all for men. There are only two sexes. <laughs> Let's get that straight, ladies. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. You stay. You stand thank firm you. in that one. All right, thank you very much. All right, well, there uh, you go. Well, that I... was very successful. Yep, for a couple of them. Sometimes I wonder if maybe we shouldn't be so lazy on a Friday and actually <laughs> come up with a topic to talk about rather than let uh, let these folks run the show. It's now, like Attica. The prisoners are running the show. It's uh, 824 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Everyone has a project they want to... First alert forecast. I'm meteorologist Dan Brown. Steve, what do you think about the idea of a man buying jewelry for his mother? Well, that's a fine idea. Look, Ma, I got you this diamond ring. It was on special at Walmart. No, I wasn't thinking of a ring, Steve. I'd ask you to marry me if only we lived in West Virginia. You know, I think every woman in her own way uh, likes jewelry. Of course. When they wear it, it has special... Or am I not supposed to do the No, you can do there. the voice, oh, sure. Special yeah. meaning. Uh, right. That's why a necklace would be nice uh, a nice Mother's Day gift. Uh, the gift that tells mom and tells everyone how much you love her. I can barely pick out a restaurant for brunch. Well, that's why you go to Hadley, Steve. Hanoosh! Hanoosh. Tony and Amy and all the people there can help you find a necklace or maybe a pair of earrings that mom will just uh, think it would be just right. I like it! Maybe not uh, something you do every year, but every mother, including your mother, likes jewelry, likes wearing it, and appreciates the meaning behind it. Well, my mother's dead, but I'm sure if she was alive, she'd go get a nice little necklace from Hanoosh. Yes. In Hadley. Maybe. As a building performer. 821. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102, it's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. <sighs> My voice is a little, uh, a little stressed out from well, that, last, I mean, you, uh, that last You put commercial. everything into it. Well, uh, yeah, that's what I do. I bring my uh, I bring my A-plus game on a Friday. Yeah. The rest of the week, uh, you know, if Monday's like a C-minus, uh, Tuesday can be a D, uh, Wednesday's more like a like a B. Yeah, you're uh, more like a big D on, uh, on a Tuesday. Yeah. Big D on a Tuesday, yeah. but right now, A-plus material. Bringing it right to the table, oh, Maxie. There's no question, Steve. You're yeah. really bringing it to, to the table. Uh, okay, now we have to like be serious because uh, one person, unfortunately, has died in a one-vehicle crash on River Lodge Road uh, th- uh, Thursday morning in South Hadley. Northwestern DA spokesperson Lori Loizel confirmed with uh, 22 News that the crash involved one vehicle with two people inside the car. A 21-year-old man has died in the crash, and the other passenger was taken to the hospital. That crash is still being investigated by police and the DA's office. Um, where did I have? I had the next story here, and now I don't know. See, this is this is the problem. I have all these tabs open, yeah, and I want to go back and forth between the stories, but then yeah. the headline changes on the tab. Like you click on the tab, uh, and then uh, you know, like this one says. Uh, East crash in East Hampton, and then it goes. Uh, crews respond to a car crashing into a pole on Main Street. Like it doesn't, <clears throat> not the same headline it was on the link. Right. 
Huh. Anyway, uh, I don't know cru- what's going on. Crews are crews are responding to a single car crash into a pole on Main Street in East Hampton, according to the East Hampton Police. They received the call at 2.23 p.m. yesterday for reports of a crash. Isn't at, it 8.33 in the morning now? Well, whatever. Eight, at this time, Northampton Street is closed at Main by the rotary. Northbound traffic is being detoured down Pleasant Street. I did this story last hour, and a woman wrote in going, uh, yeah, that road's open now. <laughs> it was probably opened by 4 o'clock in the afternoon yesterday. Well, it probably was, but, uh, you know, uh, it <clears throat> time to get around to updating the story. Yeah. A uh, see here's a cool story. It's see a senior at Hamden Charter School of Science in East uh, Science East in Chicopee has an academic run like no other. In fact, he's been offered hundreds of thousands of dollars in scholarships. Thomas uh, Sibili is a senior at the school and a young man with a brilliant mind. Since he was young, he has become invested with computers. That being said, he looks to help people in the near mm-hmm. future by studying computer science and uh, minoring in biology when he gets into college. Whoa, 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 whoa! Slow down there. Uh. Slow down there, fella. You don't need to go that far. They're making all of us other kids look really, really bad. He uh, he has received around $500,000 in scholarships. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, no kidding. From seven different colleges, including two Ivy League schools. Uh, I'm just taking it all in, despite everyone's reactions. I think I'm just proud of myself, and at the end of the day, I think it's just a self-fulfilling thing, uh, Sibili said. His parents believe their son's accomplishments set a good example for other students. Uh, Thomas doubts like anybody does, but at the end of the day, he knows he has the capability to do out what he sets to do. I think that's pretty amazing. Now, $500,000 um, in scholarships. Where is this young fellow from? He's from Chicopee. Really? Yeah, the uh, Hamden Charter School of Science East. I got to tell you, you know, uh, every day of my life, I, I wish I had some definable level of intelligence. I really do. I mean, how cool would it be to be that smart? It would be cool to be that smart, but you think about, I think a lot about, especially when I'm uh, consuming the devil's lettuce. Yeah, right. You you contemplate a lot about life and things like that. Every person has their own strength. Sure. And not everybody, maybe some people have multiple strengths, Mm -hmm. but most people have like one strength that they can do. So you and I can't do like... Home improvement projects by ourselves. No, we can't uh, do any number of uh, of things that normal people do on a daily basis. But we can tell great jokes about genitalia. Yeah, but you know what? I think anybody with an IQ of over ten can probably do that. That's not. I don't think. I don't no, no, no. see that as an but IQ thing. We do it well. We 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 do it adequately. I mean, let's let's not get crazy here. Now you, I, I uh, yeah. Nobody uh, gives scholarships out for that. Not, stuff. Not, no, though. they don't. Now he was a. I don't know why, but uh, like just a couple weeks ago, I was uh, thumbing through the internet and I came across a story about this guy who is uh, considered to be like the most intelligent guy that ever lived. Yeah. Uh, he had like a, I don't know, it was like an IQ of like two twenty, two thirty, two fifty. I mean, it was like it, off the charts. And uh, you know what? It, uh, what happened to that guy is is that uh, he was friggin' miserable. Yeah. Because he couldn't talk to anybody because everybody around them was an idiot, comparatively speaking. You could be around very smart people and still, you know, wipe the floor with them intellectually, and that's what this guy did, and he wound up, uh, like, uh, like going off the grid and just, like, you know, giving up on, on life and just, uh, 
yeah. became a hermit because, you know, the only thing, the only person who was capable of keeping up with himself was himself. You know what That's I'm saying? That's true. Yeah, I, I know mean, what you're you saying. Could, you couldn't have a discussion. You had an IQ of 200. You couldn't have a discussion with anybody in your life. I know. Could you was... just go, oh, my God. I, you're come on. so boring. You are the stupidest person in this room right now. Yeah. I can try to make myself sm- sound smart. Yeah. Now, uh, I lose my keys four times a week. Yeah. I, as I say, people have different perceptions of what the other person goes through. Yeah. Just because you have those strengths doesn't mean that you have life under control. You know what I'm saying? My my big uh, my big talents are I can make a joke out of very dark subjects. I can make a steak, and I know how to fold a fitted sheet. But that's about it. Yeah, that's that's all you really need to do. Yeah, though, yeah, it? that's it. Um, hey, uh, Spirit Airlines is adding five new flights to Boston Logan International Airport. So if you want, that sounds like a threat. It's, I know it sounds like a horrible, horrible experience. Hey. You remember, remember, like the guy who was uh, doing that horror house of horrors that you could go to down in Tennessee. You could yeah. spend the week there, and they actually like torture you and stuff. That's kind of like what this is. <laughs> Would you like to take a ride on a spirit flight? I was actually, uh, I think it was on uh, either Expedia or Orbitz recently, looking to to book flights. Yeah, and everything that was coming up on the cheap end was uh, was on Spirit, and I like I, <laughs> I did everything I could. I was actually willing to pay almost $200 more just to avoid going on Spirit. Most people would. I know. If they can afford it. Yeah, it seems like the smart thing to do. You know, if you watch the videos of, like, people, like, uh, losing their uh, shiznit on the plane, Mm -hmm. most likely it's a Spirit Airlines plane that they're doing that on. And that's because it's like it's the no-frills airline. There's really no... You never You're see just paying for a, a ride. You never see anyone freaking out on a plane in first class. No, you don't. You don't. Yeah. You ever. It's always always in coach not and always s- in a, on a discounted flight. Not to say it doesn't happen because I'm sh- maybe we've heard a couple of times where somebody in first uh, like remember the guy in first class he just started like uh, urinating on the passenger next What's, to him because it, he had too many of the free drinks that they were offering. Wasn't that the guitar player from REM? I don't or am know. I thinking about a different one? I, I don't know. P- I think Peter Buck relieved himself on a plane too after getting loaded on first class. Yeah, I'm not really. I'm not really sure. I'll have mm. to go back and uh, do some research on that. But it, it's not that it doesn't happen. It's more likely to happen in coach, and it's certainly almost a hundred percent likely to happen on a Spirit <laughs> Airlines flight, depending on where you're going. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah. Well, a Spirit Airlines flight to Florida. <laughs> They're all going back home. There's yeah. going to be some kind of shenanigans oh, on there, yeah. don't you think? Uh, let's see. Uh, good reason uh, for a five-year-old to throw a tantrum, but not an adult. A 19-year-old woman was arrested at a Phoenix airport on Tuesday for attacking three TSA agents because they wouldn't let her keep her apple juice. That's actually something to get pretty upset about. Well, how big was the apple juice? Uh, is over three ounces, apparently. Well, Her name is Micaiah Coleman. She was uh, going through security around 6 a.m. when they apparently seized the juice because of the policy on liquids. I told you this happened to me. They found a water bottle in my bag. Yeah. I thought I had everything taken out of there. I was so disappointed in myself because I'm usually like this. I'm like an OCD when I go to the airport. I'm checking my pants every five seconds to make sure my wallet is still there. I mm-hmm. actually, 
every three seconds take the wallet out to make sure my license is still in there. <laughs> like, like that's I just have this yeah. uh, kind of fear that I'm going to forget something while traveling right. and not have money or my license. Nobody, nobody wants to be that guy right. that forgets something. Well, anyway, she flipped out and walked around a barrier to grab the bin with all her stuff in it, but they wouldn't let her. So she jumped on a table, hit a TSA agent in the head, and ripped his shirt. Wow. That's an overreaction. When they tried just, to a, re- just a bottle of juice, hey, lady. When they tried to restrain her, she punched a female TSA agent and yanked her ponytail. Ooh. Cat fight. Ow. I was saying, Woof. Woof. Then she uh, bit a third agent who tried to stop her. Two agents ended up in the hospital, and 450 passengers were inconvenienced. Everyone had to go to a different checkpoint and line up all over again. Oh, my God. Kaya is facing charges for assault, criminal damage, disorderly conduct, and might be looking into some fines, too. You can get hit with up to $14,000 in fines for abusing a TSA agent. Well, that should teach you. Yeah. You think you're saving money on the flight. Next thing you know, you're giving spirit $14,000 of your time. I want to see the video of this. Yeah, I want to see I the do. whole thing. Like, I, would I want like to see that. that fight where she's uh, ripping the hair off. I remember one time there was a fight in my high school that I did not witness, but I saw the aftermath of it at school on Monday. Yeah. Where these, it was at like a party on the, uh, it was like a causeway on the, on this lake that we live near. And uh, the two girls got into a fight and one ripped the other one's earring out, oh, but ripped God. it down. Wow. Oh, geez. so her ear was like, it was like split in two. Ew. And uh, it Ew. took a while to, for, to have that heal. Wow. Yikes. Girls can be uh, vicious. Actually, in some ways, girls can be more vicious. I think sometimes. They, well, usually guys, you know, you have, a couple of punches, a fight is over sometimes. Unless you get one of them real crazy guys who wants to beat the snot out of somebody. Dudes will just mostly throw haymakers at each other. And if one lands, that's the whole fight. But when girls do it, it's like they're pulling hair, they're gouging each other's eyes out, they're ripping earrings out of each other's ears. There's like, there's like no rules. Cat fight. Cat fight. Uh-huh. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today. Going to be a mix of sun and clouds this morning and then cloudy for this afternoon. High of 64. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 52. It's 45 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. The newest way to save money is also the easiest. To rock. It's 851. And Don Henley with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, mix of sun and clouds this morning, then mostly cloudy by this afternoon with a high of 64. It is uh, 47 right now in downtown Springfield. Remember how we were talking about... No. Uh, okay, then forget, forget I even no. brought it up. No, remember how we were talking about like, uh, how there's a new barbecue place going, going into uh, the old Rinaldi's in yeah, Longmeadow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so that's very exciting. Uh, 20, uh, West uh, 22 News had this story last night. Now, this may not have the same excitement as like delicious barbecue, but a popular chicken restaurant, Raising Cane's, has been expanding all across the country, and it's expanding here in New England. Uh, in 2022, the chain restaurant opened 50 new locations in Philadelphia, Arizona, Florida, Michigan, Virginia, and more. As for Massachusetts, they already have one in Boston on uh, Com Avenue, uh, another one going up in, uh, in, uh, on, in on Boylston Street, and in Marlboro, too. But none here in Mass- uh, Western Mass., but Enfield is getting one. It appears to be going into uh, the uh, the Enfield Square Mall. Now, it's Raising Cane's is a chicken 
tender restaurant. They only serve chicken tenders. But with different forms. Well, I mean, I, I'm looking at the, the menu. I get the, the there's the box con, uh, combo, the caniac combo, the three finger combo. There's a sandwich combo and a kids combo. Mm-hmm. But yeah, everything is pretty much pretty much just chicken fingers. That's that's really all they got. Chicken fingers. Now, you are a stone's throw away from Popeye's, which I think is an exceptional product. But how many chicken restaurants do you do you need that close together? Uh, and one that's going into a, into that mall when well, everybody else is dying to get out of it. Chicken. Uh, he, here's what I've noticed uh, throughout my lifetime so far. Yeah. Anytime the economy really takes a crapper, um, you have an influx of a certain type of restaurant that uh, seemingly is affordable for everybody. Sure. So remember the big burger explosion? And all of a sudden, we had five guys. We had Plan B. We had Lux Burger. We had Max, Max Burger. Burger. Right. And all of that stuff just came up. And that was a result of 2008. After 2008, mm-hmm. it was more of like, hey, you know what? Let's make it. Uh, if we get people to think that these are affordable items, because hamburgers typically were, but now you're paying $15 for one hamburger at a five guys. <laughs> like, you know, but but it's, it's that conception and they know that chicken is pretty popular right now sure so why not open up another uh, uh like outlet for ch- for chicken for you to have some chicken okay i can understand uh i can understand that i also know that on the other side of the uh, of that area you got chick-fil-a which is you yeah. know you know busting things up this place i think is going to be open seven days a week and you can get a package of chicken fingers uh, that includes a 100-finger tailgate, which is, feeds 25 to 33 people. Is that like a Cleveland steamer, the 100-finger tailgate? I, I don't. <laughs> or a donkey punch? Don't really know. Yeah. I don't know that's the, uh, the, 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 the chicken finger version of the Blumpkin, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> you're going you're gonna to feel that one. I, uh, okay, I'm looking at the menu, and there's... That you're right though. There's nothing else other than them just selling plain chicken tenders. There's no like, oh, <laughs> this is your buffalo ones, or these are garlic parmesan ones. You like know? you know, you can get like a buffalo wild wings or something. No, that you get fingers, fries, sauce, toast, coleslaw, mm. and a sandwich. That's it. Those yeah. are your options. You're better off going to the hangar. The wings over places. I I know those are delicious. They are delicious. Yeah, and you got lots to choose from. Mm-hmm. Here you just got fingers, and you know what's going to happen? You're going to go to Cane's Chicken Fingers, Raisins Cane's Chicken Fingers. You're going to stand there, you know, at the uh, at the register, and they say, "Hello, welcome to uh, Raisin Cane's. Uh, can I help you?" And you're just going to stand looking there at the at the menu and go, "Um, let's see. Yeah. I'd like some chicken." Fingers, yeah, but see the problem. I know, but the problem is you don't know how many you want to order. Like yeah. you said, it starts with a twenty-five finger uh, tailgate, and it goes in twenty-five increments until it gets to a hundred. Yeah, so unless you get seventy-five. Well, you can order as small as four chicken fingers. Yeah, and zoom all the way up to the one hundred finger donkey punch. Yeah, it feeds nineteen to twenty-five people for the seventy-five one. Or, or even for the hundred one feeds twenty five to thirty people. That's uh, four chicken fingers per person. Maybe yeah. I got news for Come you. On. In my house, 
hundred finger t- uh, the finger tailgate is going to feed like three people. Yeah, well, they're going to go to town on that one. Well, they say feeds twenty five to thirty three because they want you to buy two. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Oh, I got twenty six people. I'm going to have to buy two of these. Yeah, and then you're going to have a big party at your house, and everyone's going to say, "You get anything else but chicken fingers?" No, I got a hundred finger tailgate though. If you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, special sauce too. <laughs> it's eight fifty seven with Bax and Nagel on Rock One Hundred Two.